Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. I want to work, work 
gonna work with my calling to fulfill please order my steps Do you know what time it is? We've had 
dancing stars. We have, sorry, we've had film stars. We have the choir. We've had worship. It's time for something now. What time is it now? It's time for the word. How many of you are excited to have the word of God? Only five people. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are excited to have the word of God, I want you to show honor to whom honor is due. Let your response be appropriate. As we receive the gift of God to us, a man who brings us the prophetic word of God, who brings us the mind of God, who brings us the voice of God, straight from the throne room of grace. Ladies and gentlemen, you can jump, you can shout, you can clap your hands, and let's welcome to this moment, the Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Come on, do it properly, properly, and proper welcome.
the power, the power. Do you believe it? The power of the Lord is coming. It's coming down upon your life right now. The power, the power. I see the power. I see the power. I see the power. I see the power falling down. Hey, are you ready?
glory to God. Today is a special day. Because it's the last Sunday of the year. I preached a message this morning on this Thanksgiving Sunday. And I'm repeating it with a flaming fire flavor. Flaming fire flavor. It's a camp that was held in Haboroni, Botswana. And I'm sharing from that camp this is the abridged version so listen very carefully was it last week I told you that be be careful what you do with what you hear Jesus said blessed are your ears For they hear. And blessed are your eyes for they see. I've had the privilege of having a lot of curtains drawn open and given the privilege to see some things. That nobody else sees. And to hear some things that nobody else hears. That is why I am confident that you are blessed to be here this afternoon. So the title of the message is, How Can I Say Thanks? How can I say thanks? Please turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 6. Verse number 38. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Are there young men and women here? And running over. Shall men give unto your bosom? These are the key phrases today. Shall men give 
into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet withal, it shall be measured to you again. Here ends the first reading of the Holy Scriptures. What do you say? I can hear you. Shout it aloud. Beautiful. The second lesson is in the same Luke. Chapter number 15, verse number 11. And he said a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. Remember, he had two sons. And not many days after, why do you have red roses? Are you singing today? Or just normal Sunday? And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together. And took his journey to a far country. And there, what did he do? Are you not reading your Bible? And there, what happened to him? He wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. 16. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat. And no man. So there's the second phrase to note. And what? And what? No man. Say no man. No man gave unto him. So, this afternoon, in our beautiful last Sunday of the year service, I'm talking about Thanksgiving. And the title is, How Can I Say Thanks? But I'm giving a preamble to this message. I want to prepare the runway before you take off. And I want to fuse the two Lucan scriptures we have read today to make a point. And that point is a foundation for the message. And that point is that in this life, 
in this life you cannot do without men giving to you receiving from men when i say men you know men and women don't don't start that receiving from men is part of this life People should give things to you. God should give things to you. You must be someone that people give things to. Your life can markedly diminish on this very point. That you must believe God not to come to a place where nobody gives you something. I mean, if you are a person that nobody gives things to, you are cursed. Yes. Jesus said, give. Give. And it shall be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaking together, running over. Shall God give into your bosom? Shall who? Men. You need to respect men. You need to not just respect men. But you must expect men to give to you. No matter how rich. Look. If you are very rich, it means you are only rich in something. Maybe money. Not everything. Grace is very rich in songs. But life is not just songs. Jeff Bezos, the, old, the, the owner of Amazon, the world's richest man, is very rich in money. And life is not about money alone. There are many things money cannot buy. The farmer on the Otimibi hills up there is very rich in yams. Yams. But only yam. I mean, you even need contumere. You need some kobe. You need some eggs. So no matter how rich you are, you are only rich in a little part of all your needs. You will have a, but you will need something. There, there are a few of you here. All the things I have listed, even the few things, you have them. 
you have a lot of money or your parents have a lot of money. You have yams. You can sing. You have kontumre. You have got Kobe. But you don't have sense. Your parents are rich, but you are an idiot. This is the final Sunday of the year. So you can call it my last words for the year. They are the most important words the whole year. No message is, is close to this message. Last Sunday. Sugar yourself. Posture yourself. Position yourself. Orientate yourself. Direct yourself to receive. Hmm. Don't come to a place in life where nobody gives you. And no man Luke 15, and no man gave unto him. You cannot come to that place in life. In this coming year, men should give to you. I said, in this coming year, people should minister to you. In this coming year, people should bless you. Now, to be given things or not to be given anything depends on what you did with the first thing that was given you. Is it deep? This is very superficial. The title of the message is How Can I Say Thanks? Because you can put up a behavior that will let some important person in your life never give you anything. And it is largely based on your response to the earlier gifts you received. Anyone who gives you a pen can give you an exercise book. But he just gave you the pen to test your stupidity Or your wisdom. Anybody who has given you a phone before, a phone, I'm telling you that that person, unless he stole the phone, that person can give you an iPad. If he organized the money to buy the phone for you, then that person has what it takes to give you an iPad.
But when he gives you the phone, he's going to watch. Your behavior towards the phone. That is what is going to inform him whether you deserve. So, so it is useless to pray to God. Because when you pray to God, he will use men to give you. And many of you have already blocked many channels and pathways that men use to minister to you. How can I say thanks? Thanks, thanksgiving is a precursor for many powerful things to flow into your life. There are people God has stopped doing anything for them. The last miracle you received from God is, was your last miracle you will ever receive from him. Yes. Because even God expects thank you. So, I'm going to show you four ways people thank that you will choose your own. Because I'm not sure whether you are a wise person or you are a fool. So you will choose which way, which of the four. Now, to be a person who says thanks, you need an ingredient in your life. Thank you to God. Thank you to your brother, your sister, your mother, your father. Anybody who says thank you properly has a quality. Has a quality. And that quality is the quality called Valuation is a quality to value things, to value things, to value things. There are certain people who do not value what is done for them. And what you don't value, Abba, never comes to you. That one day you can write it down and take it to the bank tomorrow. Nothing you value comes to you. The only thing that comes to you is what you value. The things you don't value move away from you. There are people 
I know who will never receive a prayer from me. When they come to me to pray for them, I'll put my hand on their head and begin to recite Bar Bar Black Sheep. Have you any woe? I'm telling you. To pray our Father, you can't get for me. Or I'll put my hand on their head and sing a song. And they, most of these people are people I have prayed for, ministered to, given myself to. But now, it's just rhymes. Rhymes. There are people I have removed from my heart. Yes. As they are walking around, they are on their own. Some of them have even found their own pastors and prophets. But as far as I'm concerned, there's no connection. Based on the value they place on my relationship with them. And God is even wilder. Be, look, I'm, I'm happy to be talking to young boys and girls because you are the one starting life. As you grow, you will need to understand that people will be ministering to you. Most of you here, your destinies are linked to just about four or five people. I'll, t- I'll take it again. Some of you, oh yes, not everybody in Accra will minister to you. Our lives are limited to just four or five people who have been destined to sow into our lives. That is why you need to know how to give thanks. How to say thanks. Because as for the first overture, as for the first Blessing, everybody will receive it. You will receive a first gift. You receive a first kindness. But whether you will receive a second one depends on what you did with the first. And no man. Put it up again. Luke 15, 16. Everybody should shine his or her eyes on this verse. Luke 15, 16. Look at it. And no man gave unto him. There is some, you see, when you read the Bible, you see phrases. In the Bible, like, Blessings, the Lord has blessed thee, the Lord bless thee, the Lord keep thee. You see verses on no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper, the Lord shall deliver you. And, and as you live, you see people, God delivers. People have accidents, they don't die. A sister came to church, and you see in the Bible, 
So, so there's something like deliverance from evil. You can have an accident and you won't die. There's something like healing. Supernatural healing. Yesterday I met a woman who had cancer. One of the wildest, rarest cancers. Went to America for surgery, radiotherapy, whatever. She should not be alive today, but she's living fresh with white hair. Spiritual, supernatural healing is a reality. So a lot of the things you see in the Bible exist in real life. When Jesus says, when you pray, say that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is heaven on earth. There are people who, you don't see, the fact that you are not experiencing something does not mean everybody is not experiencing it. It's called heaven on earth. There are marriages that are heaven on earth marriages. You are the one fighting in your your household. Not everybody is fighting. Not everybody is quarreling. There are people who have been married for 30 years and have never quarreled before. They are happy. Heaven on earth. Say heaven on earth. So in the same way, go back to 1516. There is also something in the Bible called no man gave to him. And you can live on earth that a life that nobody gives you anything. Nobody gives you a phone. Nobody gives you an iPad. Even your father doesn't give you anything. Your father at home. See, he will give your brother this, give your sister this, but you have nothing. It is a way people live their lives. And this is a curse because you are not supposed to live a life where no man gives you. That God doesn't give you. It's not. I preached a message years ago in this same flaming fire. The title was Responses. Was it flaming fire? Go to my podcast. Responses is there. But as we end this year, I'm showing you four ways people receive from God. And how they respond. And the first big one before I come to the four is that anybody who, who, who appreciates and gives thanks and shows gratitude has something called valuation. He values things. If you don't value anything, you will not... Ah, but how can you say thank you for something you don't value? <laughs> I was talking to her. I, I, not her. I was sitting with her sister. She said she cooked a nice meal and gave it to somebody. Then uh, later, I don't know whether it's the same day or a week later. Later on, she went to get the bowls. The, the bowls in which he put the food to give to the person. And they couldn't find the bowls. They, they said, oh, what, what, uh, ask, ask uh, uh, Susie. They said, oh, no, no. Kwame, Papa Kwame was there. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Francis. Then she knew that the food did not get to the person she sent the food to. Yes. 
It has no value. Cargo of no value. Oh, you don't understand the point I'm making? Yeah. When, when she was tossed around, oh, uh, 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 Betty had, uh, asked Betty, no, 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 uh, um, Rita could have, then she realized that, no, the food she sent did not get to the person she was sending the food to. Because the person doesn't have any value for that thing you are bringing. I mean, if you bring me, if you ever, like Christmas gift, you have made uh, Banku and tilapia, know that the bowls will be with somebody. <laughs> the bowl will be with somebody. It's, it, it won't come to me. That food will not come to me. When I open it and I see the tilapia by the side, no, say it, to the left. <laughs> but if it says Gary, so Gary with pepper and redfish, come for the bowls for me. <laughs> I'm preaching on. I'm talking about value that, that, you see, for you to say thank you well, I'm going to give four. Before we go there, are you not married? You have a, you have a wife. Listen very carefully. You need to be somebody who notices things. Notices. Higher. Because people don't notice. You are giving the person something. He has even received it, but it, it, it doesn't make any impact on his mind. People don't notice. Eighteen, it's wife. It is just one of the meals, and of course. So the lady was saying that you see, she she went to invite someone that she has cooked, and she she should come. And eat. And the person was sitting by the lady. And the person's Abba, you are inviting this person. Why are you not inviting me? And the lady gave the answer. The reason why I'm not inviting you is that you have gone past this type of diet. You are not into even what I cook. Yes. And she gave the answer. The, the reason that some time ago I made food for you. And went, I had to travel to Latabiokoshi to find the bowls. So that's when I realized that you are not somebody I can cook for. But this one, each time I cook, she eats. I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. I, see, I didn't know what I was saying, but I made a point. I said, sometimes, like, I've had the privilege of curtains being drawn for me to see or hear something. This is what, I've never encountered this before. I just saw it within three minutes. I had learned a big lesson. She told him why she's not going to invite him. But, well, if you want to come along, you can come. But the, the reason is that the last time I cooked for you, the bowls were with somebody. So, so you see, once again, first overture, first kindness, behavior, attitude, then it's over. It's happening right here. Okay. Oh, she, you gave somebody food, the bowls never came. Yeah. The person is sitting here. Okay. Oh, I, I always preach good. And I'm saying that you must not be at a place where 
Nobody cooks for you and gives you food. Yeah, because no matter the food in your house and so you will need something. If one day you'll be there, you are hungry, you, your, your house is far. The only person who can give you something to eat is the one you are shown your red flag to. So if you will sit back and evaluate your life, you realize that there are certain things you need right now in life. Nobody is giving to you. But there is somebody who should minister. I mean, everything I need, people are giving it to me. I mean, my, my problem is that sometimes I have to even force and use things for people to see I'm using the things. I don't know what I need now. Even money to build, I'm getting money. I just got a text. Somebody said he has raised 4000 in his church. He's bringing it to me. If you are here with the money, bring it fast. <laughs> he has sent somebody with the money. 4300 Right now. Everything I need, I get it. If I need car, I get house, I get house. My problem is where, which of the houses to stay in. But you are in a chamber and hall. Yes. And there's somebody who can say that, you know something, I've got some two-bedroom flight, come into one of my rooms. But the way you behave, the first time the person gave you chewing gum. Chewing gum, chewing gum. It's called valuation. So there are people, and, and that's why I'm, you see, when I come to this service, I mean, it's, it's, it's too much. Because you are, the, you see, the, the older people don't even need messages to, to be preached to them. Yeah, they have caked. Those who are going to hell are going. Not, no message will change them. But you are the one who needs a message like this. Because for, your, for the rest of your life, you need your mother to give you, your father to give you, your friend, an uncle, a, a whatever. People should give to you. And no man gave unto him. It's written in the Bible. It's so important that it is written as a part of the boy's problem. They mentioned the famine. They mentioned the citizen of the country. They mentioned the food he was about to eat. And they also added that part that nobody gave him. It's, it's a terrible state. And nobody gave her advice. Yes. Nobody gave her advice. There are people now, I'm just watching. I watch. When, whatever they are doing, I'm just looking at them. Because what they did with the first advice I gave, I made up my mind. It's over. I'm giving you four. And based on your stupidity or intelligence, you will choose which one is good for you. The first way of saying thank you is in Luke 16. That's the first way. And note it very carefully because you will hurt yourself. And some of you sitting here, you don't even know. But as I'm preaching, you will know. Like oh, when I finished the service with your parents, they all came to me. They know. I've hurt myself. 
I've not behaved well. I've destroyed many things. And most of those who we're talking about, what they have is irreversible. There's a word in English. That, that word is irreversible. You can't change it. Yeah. There are people now, when I see them, I fear them. Not, not unbelievers. Some are in this church. Some are in Adenta church. I fear them. I actually, I will never even, even drink water in their presence. When I'm with them and, my, and I'm thirsty, I'll be quiet. My lip, all they'll see is white lips. They, they, they should take it that I've, I've, I've worn lipstick, white lipstick. I will never drink water in front of them. For them to even see that I drink Voltic water or Sachi water. We will talk about everything. From Obama to Mandela. But to be at the, at the veranda. To invite them into inside my house to see my 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 sitting room furniture. Genesis. I said, look, let, let's let's move from there. Forty. Verse one. It came to pass after these things. That the butler of the king of Egypt and his baker had offended their lord, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was wroth, that word is angry, against two of his officers. Against the chief of the butlers and against the chief of the bakers. Head butler and head baker. So he put them in ward. In the house of the captain of the guard. Basically, he jailed them. Prison. Counter back. But he put them in the place where Joseph was. And all these things are important. To be in a church where I am the pastor. For me to preach to you. To be in a church where you meet Auntie Yvonne to do something for you. It just happened that of all the, uh, the, the, the prisons in Egypt, these guys were put in the very prison where Joseph had also been jailed. And he was there. He could have, he have been sent to other prisons. But it was where Joseph was. You're sitting here, it's not a coincidence. God has planned your life and that your destiny in 40 years time is hinged on your life today. Yes. yes. Who you will marry, whether your children will be homosexuals or your children will be straight. It depends on what you do with what you are experiencing here. Yes. Some of you in just 10 years, you'll be drunkards. Some of you will not last. Somebody will, I know somebody who was here three years. The person vanished like vapor or smoke. It's not a coincidence that we have met. So use it well. Yes. Go around. Go around and ask. Find out which which church building in Accra is having a church service like this for young people on a hot afternoon? Find out. 
Nobody has time for you. They just put you in a room and just give you videos. Goliath and David. Or just learn some songs. I'm telling you. Who has time for you? Even if you come to the first service, the adult service, they will just sequester you in a hall somewhere. Children's ward. That's what I'm talking about. Valuing. I pray that a day will not come where you'll be looking for flaming fire, but you won't find it. I pray so. I pray. They were put in a ward, in a prison. And interestingly, Joseph was in the prison. It still did not mean much to them. When we are going for crusades, and there's a convoy of about 24 cars, or a convoy, sometimes like the same four-wheel drive, the same cars, we are, we are about five or six of them, the same cars, six, some with bishops, some with pastors, and so on, then I am in the one the presiding bishop, the evangelist's car, where he is in, I am inside that car. It's not a coincidence. It should, it, should, it should reflect in the life I'm living. But some people will sit where I'm sitting, but it will never mean anything to them. If you have ever heard a message before since you were born, you are listening to it now. This is a message. Verse 4. The captain of the guard charged Joseph with them. So not only was Joseph in the, in the prison, but he was put in the care. The, the guys were put in the care of Joseph. Not a coincidence. Few people are able to pick their destiny. Few. Few people are able to say that my destiny is linked to you. Few. You can count them on three fingers. In a million people. Few. You can send signals, but they will never pick it. Because your eyes are on natural things. I wouldn't be here. I should be in America. But I don't know. I I didn't didn't hear such messages. But God mercifully made me have a mind to connect my destiny to a little 30 member check. It wasn't this, 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 30. 30, few. And I said, no. No, 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 no. I won't leave these 30 members and go to America. That's why I'm standing here. And now I can pay school fees for people in America. As I'm standing here in Ghana. Yes. My value is beyond. Few people can say that. No, I cannot walk away from this basenta. No, 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 no. You mean if I must marry you 
and walk away from my pastor, then I'll, I'll be unmarried for the, for the rest of my life. Few girls can see that. Once he sees a man with big shoes, that's all. And he served them, and they continued in season in what? Five. And they dreamed. This is it. This is a story. So pay attention. They dreamed. The reason why I'm reading this, I could have told the story, but many of you don't read your Bibles. So I'm reading it. They dreamed a dream. A chief butler and a chief baker, in one night, both of them dreamed a dream. Each man his dream in one night. Each man, according to the interpretation of his dream, the butler and the baker king of Egypt, which were bound in the prison. Verse 6. So Joseph came to them in the morning and said, why are you sad? Next verse. So he asked various officers who were with him, "Ah, but why are these guys so sad? Yes? And they said, oh, we have dreamed a dream. And there's no interpreter. And Joseph said, do not interpretations belong to God? Tell me. So apparently, God had designed that they should go to the place where they will find the single guy in the whole world. All the 18 prisons in Egypt, there was one boy in in one of the prisons Who had the power to interpret dreams? That was why they were sent there. A soul did not mean anything to them. Nice verse. And the chief butler told his dream. And said, in my dream, behold, a vine was before me. And the vine were three branches. Which budded, blossomed, had a cluster, and Pharaoh's cup was in my hand. So I took the grapes and pressed into the cup, and I gave the cup to Pharaoh's hand. Wow. So Jesus said, This is the interpretation of the dream. The three branches you saw are three days. This could, some of you, I, I have tried to interpret your life to you. It still doesn't mean anything to you. You were sitting at the back. I said, come and sit in front. Jeff, why not at the back somewhere, in the middle somewhere? Say, come and sit here. Some even came to sit here and they've gone to the back. No, it doesn't mean anything to them. The three branches are three days. And some of these statements, you will never hear them anywhere. Anywhere. Till you meet one person in a million who can tell you certain things about your life that changes you and takes you on a course of blessing and prosperity and peace and peace and peace and peace. The three branches. Are three days. Yet, 
Within three days shall Pharaoh lift up thine head and restore thee unto thy place. And thou shalt deliver Pharaoh's cup into his hand. After the former manner, when thou was his battle, you are going to experience restoration in three days. Yeah. What, that, what you were doing before you were jailed, not many people go back to the original place when you've messed up, when you fooled. Few people. It is, it, even if you go back, there are some doors which are shut. But Joseph said, in your case, you are going back to do exactly what you were doing before. It means that by this prophetic interpretation, I've canceled certain things that were supposed to disturb your destiny and destroy your life. By this interpretation, I've canceled it. You are going to experience 100% restoration in three days. The manner in which you were when you were a butler. You need someone. You need somebody whose voice is as strong as this voice to put you on course. To set your destiny on course. There are people I have brought close to me. Close, but it didn't reflect. Like I have brought you in front here. You can sit here and sit here and sit here and sit here till your hair is gray. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was, it was, it, maybe it's a mistake I made. I should have rather brought somebody who in, 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 in three months, hey, me, pa, that bishop had, I'm, I'm giving you the first way of saying thanks. I'm reading it now. Me, pa, that bishop is preaching. He says, as you come to the front, the ministry I'm going to do for him to see, he will see something. No, but not you. Not you. Not you. No. I'm reading. I've not finished reading. Don't sweat. Wipe your sweat. Wipe it. In three days, you'll be restored. Next verse. But think on me. Can I have NLT? We'll be switching. And please remember me and do me a favor when things go well for you. Mention me to Pharaoh. So he might let me out of this place. Because as for you, I declare. Is it not sad and strange that some people can declare liberty for others and they themselves are in bondage? He can prophesy marriage when he is not married. He can declare your children will go to school and his child is not is on drugs. He can prophesy that it is well with you and his wife is beating him at home. And when you see such things, don't look down on my prophecy. I'm telling you something that I don't even have. He said, you are going to go free, but I will be in jail. And as you go, you will meet people like that. Yeah. Who will give you something they don't have. They will give you something they themselves need. And when you get it, you may think the person has a lot of that thing he's giving you. But what you don't know is that he has gone to cream it from somewhere based on his, the, the voice of God he has heard. In three days, you'll be free. But I, the prophet, I'll be in jail. 
What a paradox. What a paradox. That your mother who can speak good English can take you to school to speak better English than your mother. And when you finish, you use that English to discuss things with her. To exchange words with her. Beautiful. Mention me to Pharaoh. That's why many people miss it. They miss it because they can't handle it. How somebody can minister something he doesn't have. But but it is true. A pastor can say something for you like, I bless your marriage. There are are people who don't want divorces to pray for them. Like when they put on their tiara, what is it? That thing, that helmet for the wedding. They don't want a woman who has married and has divorced to pray. What you don't know is that somebody can be divorced but can pray for your marriage. In fact, sometimes that is what legitimizes their prayer because they are speaking from, from a background that you don't have. Why do you think Hannah, a woman who has been barren for years, some chance events on prayer, she gets one child and she takes one child to a pastor who could not take care of his children. She takes that one, you know, in, 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 in Guinea and obsession, we have what you call precious baby. That one, we don't joke with it. She has miscarried. Ah, this one, they say, no baby, no home. Yeah, you sit in the ward, you lie there for nine months. And then you deliver and send the baby to a man whose children are on drugs. A pastor whose boys are raping girls in the church. But it's possible that my children can be raping girls in the church, but I can raise your son to be a prophet in Israel. I can divorce and pray for your marriage. I can divorce and officiate your daughter's wedding if you believe it. If you don't believe it, then take your, your daughter somewhere for a man who has a good marriage to pray. Yeah. You can be sick and pray for healing. You can be sick. I've seen it all. Even here, I had a salvation. I was sick and you were being healed. Of sicknesses whereof I was sick at that time and wasn't being healed. Somebody who doesn't have money can give you money. Please, when you go, mention me to Pharaoh. Please, so that he can release me. Next verse, go back to King James. King James. Verse 15. For indeed, I was stolen away out of the land of Hebrews. And here, I, I, I've done nothing that should put me into this dungeon. I've done nothing. You have sinned. And even you are going free. I've done nothing. Which is also another message. That you can find somebody anointed but in a situation that portends and portrays a certain life 
Meanwhile, the person has not done what you think he has done. You didn't get me. An anointed man can be in a dungeon where thieves are, but he has not stolen. You rather have stolen. Yes. As you go, you see. You hear stories about pastors that are not true. I never knew there was something called fake news until Trump came. I didn't know it. It was even a phrase. It is a new phrase. Yeah. You can hear something about me. It's not true. Yeah. But the person telling you has come from inside the inner man. And he's speaking with confidence that I was there. But there's nothing like that. Yeah. But we'll serve God because the man we are serving himself was crucified with thieves, but he was not a thief. His cross was bigger, but he was not a thief. Thief on the right, thief on the left, but he wasn't a thief. The fact that somebody is in a situation where people are does not mean the person is guilty. But that's for later. Say, I have done nothing that should put me in this dungeon. So when you go, please talk. Be very careful. Be very careful. Some of you, your mother will tell you something about your father, which is not true. Or your father will tell you something about your mother, which is not true. Be very careful. So, one life is so complex. That's why I'm, I'm happy I've got you young. I'm, I'm infusing wisdom. Because when you see somebody who has made it in life, the person is great. Because it's not easy to make it in life. It's not by going to Wesley Girls. Or in France swimming school or this type of agri memorial. Never. It's not, it's not. Ah, but if, if it is in France and that makes a person great, oh, then, 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 then Ghana should be filled with great men. But a lot of in France swimming boys are we smokers. Going to TIS, somebody may go to TIS and end up in uh, Stanford. You will go and end up in Jenny uh, Jenny. Uh, uh, Next verse. When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was good, he said to Joseph, I also was in my dream, and behold, I had three white baskets on my head. 17. In the uppermost basket, there was all manner of baked meats for Pharaoh. The birds did eat them out of the, the basket upon my head. So that I was carrying three story baskets, three levels, with meats, meat, things for Pharaoh. And then birds came as I was carrying it to come and eat from the basket. Next verse. And Joseph answered and said, the three baskets also are three days. Three branches, three days. Three baskets, three days. Next verse. Yet within three days shall Pharaoh lift up thy head from off thee and shall hang thee on a tree. And the bird shall eat thy flesh from of thee. So two. One has received a prophetic. Sometimes you even wish that the butler also had received that type of prophecy. Because he, he, he misused the opportunity. Many of you people do things for you. Later they regret. Yeah.
20. It came to pass the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday. He made a feast. And he lifted up the head of the chief butler and of the chief baker among his servants. Next verse. He restored the chief butler and he gave the cup to Pharaoh's, into Pharaoh's hand. 22. But he hanged the chief baker as Joseph had interpreted to them. 23. Yet, did not the chief butler remember Joseph, but forgot him? The first way people say thanks for things done for them is no response. say quiet, I mean quiet as in silence. No text message. No thank you. No nothing. Silence. That was it. Luke 17 verse 12. The the butler did not say anything. Quiet. Luke 17 verse 12. As he entered into a village, there met him ten men. Lepers. 13. Next verse. And they lifted up their voice. Jesus, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, show yourself to the priest. So it came to pass that as they went, as they went to the priest, they were cleansed. And when he saw, and one of them, one of them, say one. When he saw that he was healed, he turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. Next verse. He fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks as he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? Ten of you stand up, please. Ten. One more girl. Ten. Yes. No, that's all. You sit down. Is it not 10? Yes, it's 10. Lepers. Lepers. And when they are healed, only this one comes. Come, come, come this way. All of you come. Ten lepers. We are going there. But you've come to me. I'm Jesus. Lord, heal me. And I said, you know something, I'm eating. Go and see Reverend Kobe. He's in the office block over there. So go. Go and see Reverend Kobe. Go straight. He's in the office block. Now, stop. As they were going, you see, they have checked. Then, say no response. It's a way of saying thank you to somebody. This one, come. 
she's healed. He's gone. He said, Abba, were you not 10? Where are the nine? They are, go. They are, go. Go. <laughs> now, stand there. The last time we read about these nine lepers was the last time we would ever read about them. No response. They've gone with the healing. But only one has come back to the pastor. Some of you sitting here are no response Christians. No response. No answer. No thank you. When you think of where you were before you've come to sit here, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2. Look at it. So, wherein in time past you walk according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. Next verse. Among whom we also had our conversation. All of us were like that. In the lust of the flesh. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh. And of the mind. And were by nature children of wrath. Even as others. Next verse. But God. Who is rich in mercy. God, some of you are here because of the mercy of God. Some of you should be dead by now. Some of you should be in a mental hospital by now. Some of you should be on drugs by now. You have been around people who were on drugs, homosexuals, fornicators, but God, who is rich in mercy, kept you and has put you in a church. Some of you, some things you have done, if it comes out, you are disgraced. Yeah, you've got, you've got your wife, some things you have done with a girl. You, 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 are, you, you are married to your wife, but you, 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 you are a homosexual, but nobody knows. But God, who is rich in mercy, has given you a chair to sit here. Me, me, as I stand here. This is rich in mercy. Some of you should be in jail. There's no time. I would have taken testimonies. You should be in jail by now. But God, who is rich in mercy, God, who is rich, God, who, who is merciful, God, who is just kind, has made somebody like you on the first. Uh, 30th of December, you are sitting in church when you should be in jail. And still, your response is no response. Look at them. So, this one, what are the nine? He said, well, they are going. And he said, go your way. 
go your way. Your faith has made you whole. By the way, there's a difference, a big difference between being healed of leprosy and being made whole. When you are grateful, you always get more than those who are ungrateful. The last miracle, so the next time they get malaria, stroke, diabetes, you are dying because you never behaved properly with the leprosy that was healed. But this one, because of gratitude, will receive more. He said, your faith has made you whole. It's a big difference. I wonder where you are going to go when you get diabetes. When your marriage is spoiling. When your child is on drugs. You can't come back. Even if you come back like you, this woman, you, the front one, come. Come. Ungrateful woman. You have malaria and you have come to complain. You have a fever. Lift your two hands. Let's sing a song of sixpence, a pocket full of rye. Four and twenty blackbirds baked in a pie. When the pie was opened, the birds began to sing. I will never pray for you, devil. Go away. Want a prayer from me? I'll pray for my dog to stop limping before I pray for you. So I'll pray for my dog to stop limping. Before I pray for you. Remember that's a response called no response. Some of you here are no response Christians. You are no response Christians. The next way of, um, just four, we are closing. Number two. The next one is immediate response. Look at it. 17. 17. 15. When he saw that he was healed, the time he saw it was the time he turned back. He didn't wait for two hours. He didn't advance for two kilometers. When he saw it was when he turned. Immediately. When somebody does something for you, eh? you can take this one to the bank. The person is watching your response. And your response is what will tell him that what has been done for you is useless or important. And watch this one. Watch this. In America, say, watch this. Watch this. The person will judge the value you have placed on what he has done for you by the promptness of your gratitude. If it takes two hours, it means it's not a certain time. It's not, the longer it takes after one day, it means oh, it's not, you are just saying thank you for political reasons. Yeah. I've given things to people 
that I have won. Ah, was, was this person offended that I gave the person something? No, because you can be offended. If I'm in a house and you bring me a car, you are saying to me that I can't buy a car. No, that's the message. You think of the point I was making, eh? If you come and give me a phone, you come and sew a phone, a brand new iPhone 10 X Max to me, it means you are saying to me that I cannot buy the phone myself. So, so the possibility that I can be offended by the cake. Oh, yes. When you give me a cake, you are saying that my wife cannot get me a cake. So you, 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 so I will force such ideas into your head by the promptness of my response. When you bake a cake for me, Felix has given me the cake. If I, he told you I ate some last night and I don't say thank you to you. It means that you have a right to question whether even you are offended. Or I am offended. Sorry. I don't understand the English I'm speaking. So one of the responses, apart from no response, is immediate. Like the, that, that leper. Come. Come. You got the... Go back to where you saw you were healed. All of them were there. Come back. Come back to where she's standing. All of you come back. Ungrateful ones. No, I'm, there's no message I have preached this year that comes close to this message. They all, check, check, check your leprosy. Check. Check. It's all gone. But this one, when she saw it, and I'm coming to a point. You see, she came back. Come. And you keep going. Now, 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 watch this. Watch this one. When he saw that he was healed, it is possible that what these people have seen does not, does not mean anything to them. It's not healing. I think I have healed them. Meanwhile, it's not healing to them. But God bless this one who sees it as something special enough for an immediate response. And I've said, the value you place on it is proportional to the time it takes for you to say thank you. If you come and say the thank you immediately, it shows that what has been done for you is very, very valuable to you. So these ones, they will come back later. One of them, three of them will have sense. The following day, the following day, she will send a text, but it doesn't mean anything to me. Even in emergency medicine, there's something called the something hour. Matilda, 
there was something, when you have head injury, neck injury, there's a time that you are supposed to be given attention. Something must be stabilized. After that time, the injury, do you know the time? Some golden hour. It's, it's one hour. Sorry. That's a phrase, but what is the time? And, and what is the time? Is it one hour? An hour. It could be minutes, it could be seconds. But it's called a golden hour. The, the, the what? The what? The what? Golden hour. After one hour, it is toilet hour. If I were you, I wouldn't laugh. You will say the same thing. It won't carry the same meaning. Because of when you said, I'm preaching the message is, how can I say thanks? And the first is that you can say thanks by being quiet. As if nothing has been done for you. Some of you, your parents, what they have done for you, you are quiet in your room. Your mother traveled with you. Where did you go? Ethiopia. Addis. Were you in Addis or you went to other? You were in Addis. She flew or you walked? To, to Ethiopia. For how many days? A week in Ethiopia. Have you written a letter to say thank you to her? A letter as in a letter. You are not going to write it. You said it verbally. The next point. You, 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 you get the next point. There are some things. I told you guys one day at one way in Adenta. My daughter, stand there. When she was seven days or five days old, a neonate, less than one week, I think, or some days. I put her on a cross. My first because my first child had died. A boy had died. And this second one, after a few days, the eyes were yellow. The skin was yellow. Yellow baby, they call it. And that thing, the pigment that causes the yellowing of the skin. If it stays in the brain for a long time, it causes brain damage. So even when the jaundice clears, what is in their brain? Not clear. So there's a time. So they put the baby on the blue light in the sun and whatever it is, and it doesn't work, it doesn't change. So one Friday, I was with my friend. I said, Charlie, Kimi, she didn't even have a name there then. She said, my daughter, this jaundice, we must address it. He said, oh, let's wait for the consultant to come over the weekend and Monday. I said, when you give birth to your own, wait for a consultant. Mm. Wait for Monday. Yeah. You will come on Monday, they will do things and so on. And it's, uh, 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 it's, uh, the baby, give me water. The baby is like that. The brain is dead. Their brain is dead. That's how they are. They grow like that. Are. 
So you need an immediate response. If you wait till Monday, it's useless. So I put her on a cross, drained her blood, blood, the blood in the baby. I removed it, went to the blood bank, went to get fresh blood, put it inside. On Monday, when they came, it was fresh. That's a girl in the medical school. Why? Because of the time when you intervene, when you say thank you, when you serve God, when you become a basenta leader, you will become a pastor later on in life, it will not mean anything to God. That's what I was trying to do with these guys. In first love, your friends are pastors. They are pastors, lady pastors. So I thought that I should also get you to become pastors. I I, I didn't know I was wasting my time. I was wasting my time. When you respond... I'm over 50 years now. Can you imagine I'm going to start doing ministry at this time? I can't do much. Because right now, the ministry ministry I'm doing now, I'm doing it with people I have ministered to for 20 years. They are now helping me. So can you imagine I was going to start now to work with you? Even the help I can't get from you. Even now, can you imagine 20 years time? 20 years time, what will you do for me? The golden hour, there is a time beyond which when you say thank you, it's useless. When you come and say, I want to serve God, I want to be a shepherd, it doesn't mean anything. Oh, I thank God for first love. Young boys, like my son, he's 20 years old, he's a pastor. Sharp, sharp. He he pastors churches in Legon. All the churches in Legon are under him. He moves from place over 500 members. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm talking to yesterday, was we were going somewhere. I said, let's all share scriptures. I, I, I said, one of them should share. It's quiet time. He gave some nice revelation. Quiet time. I was, I was blessed. Then he, he said, oh, there's another verse in Daniel. Goodness gracious. When he released the verse, I, I almost stopped the car. I said, what did you learn this from? One pastor yesterday. He was looking for this message I'm preaching, the camp. I, I didn't even know where the camp was held. So I asked my, my son, I said, what, what, do you know about this camp? How can I say thanks? Oh, he was, he was preaching Caberoni, Botswana, for, uh, 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 2014. I said, were you there? He said, no, no, no. We, we listened to the camps. I know where his camp was held. If I had not said, would you have known that? How can I say thanks? Was even in Ghana, it was a Sunday service. Lady Reverend, I can even break her head and put the makane as a chip inside the head. Zero. Why? Because when you respond, when you begin to chase something, it's very important. That's why I would have wished that you young ones, your responses would be immediate.
Because a 20-year-old boy, he's even 20 now, an 18-year-old boy soaking the makane is different from a 52-year-old woman. Hello? That's why when you choose to respond to something, when you say yes, the time, someone does something for you and it takes you 24 hours to say thank you. It shows the value. You don't need to tell me. I know that it doesn't mean much to you. Especially when I know how somebody else said thank you for something less. How can I say thank you? No response. Like these ones. These are the no response people. They went. It's like the healing did not mean, but see, she came back because it said when she saw that she was healed. So possibly the leprosy is gone, but she cannot process the blessing to mean a healing. You get the point I'm making? You've got a car. But you can't process it. There's a ring on your finger. But you cannot process it to mean that you've been favored. But when she saw that she was favored, she would kneel down to serve her husband. When she saw that there are women like you looking for a husband, they can't get it. Nicer than you. So always it is those who see the value. So those people like us who are intelligent, we look at your response to determine, not, not what you say. Oh, what's there? What's, what's there's number four? Words don't be much. That even the time you use to say the words betrays you. And when you are dealing with an intelligent person, be very careful. Because not, not everybody is intelligent. There's some people who can't, who can't even interpret signs. But not me. Not me. So there are people, I, I only put them on maintenance doses. Enough to keep them going. I will never, till I die, do something profligate, superfluous. I will not waste the small one, the little Gary, just eat it and be fine. Yeah. But when I meet this one, that's why you see that I'm a rich man. Let your sitting here mean something to you. It should mean something to you. Even if you are 12 years old, sitting here should mean something to you. If it means something to you, your behavior we will know. We will know. Come in here. You remember Shine? Were you in Shine? You met her. You married. Yeah. Should mean something to you. It's not words. We will know what it means. My pastor, he flew to London to officiate my wedding. 24 years ago. 
My response was immediate. But I've told you already, anybody who gives you a pen can give you a notebook. Anybody who can give you a phone can give you a tablet. He's watching your response to the phone. And based on his relationship with you, he may continue giving you second-hand phones. Ah. And the iPad, the, the, the juicy things are with a grateful one sitting there. Many of you here have not been spontaneous in your response. The first love guys are spontaneous. They are filling buses. They are preaching. They are wearing t-shirts. They are going out. If this was a first love church, this hall would be full by this time. I'm telling you in English. When she saw that she was healed, she returned. She noticed that something powerful had happened. She turned back and with a loud voice, Jesus! Think about it. What has been done for you? There are people like you whose sons are homosexuals at this age. Yours, they go to school. They come home. They are sitting here. You better do something better than that. Do something better than that. Number three. We are closing. Number three. I'm reading the story in the New Living Translation. Second Chronicles 32, verse 9. Second Chronicles 32, verse 9. Are you happy you are in church? While King Sennacherib of Assyria was still besieging the town of Lashish. It's a, 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 a hidden unbeliever king. He brought his army to surround Israel. And then he sent his officers into Jerusalem with this message for the king of Israel called Hezekiah. Next verse. He said, this is what King Sennacherib of Assyria says. What are you trusting in that makes you think you can survive my siege of Israel? Then, 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 then the king quoted Hezekiah. Hezekiah has said, the Lord our God will rescue us from the king of Assyria. Surely, Hezekiah is misleading you. Sentencing you to death. Because when you are besieged, none goes out and none comes in. Sentencing you to death by famine and tests. Don't you realize 
that Hezekiah is the very person who destroyed all the Lord's shrines and altars. He commanded Judah and Jerusalem to worship only at the, oh, Jesus Christ. Some people, eh, they will talk to you about your pastor and use things that your pastor has done which are good, though. They will present it to you as a button. And because you are an idiot, you believe the good things your pastor is rather doing. You didn't get me. He was using. Sennacherib was telling Israel that you, your, your pastor, your king, look at what he has done. He has destroyed shrines and altars. Is it a bad thing to destroy shrines? But when you meet somebody and you yourself are an idiot, they will use the good things your father is doing and present it as something evil. And because you are an idiot, you believe it. Yes. Many of you don't believe in things that have been in the lighthouse. You've, you've allowed people to tell you stories about the church. And some this and some video, what is passing around, and some this. That's what's in here. You are a member of lighthouse, but your mind is polluted. Because you were meant to be cursed. So, Hezekiah. He commanded Judah and Jerusalem to worship only at the altar in Jerusalem and to offer sacrifices there alone. Is it a bad thing? Should Hezekiah rather have sent them to shrines? A king who destroys shrines, a king who makes people worship only at the, at the, at the temple of Jerusalem. Is he a bad king? But King Sennacherib was, was, was marketing Hezekiah as an evil person. Let's verse. Surely, you must realize that what I and the other kings of Assyria before me have done to all the people of the earth, were any of the gods of those nations able to rescue their people from my power? Has any king and their gods been able to rescue their people from me, King Sennacherib, my power? Which of their gods was able to rescue his people from the destructive power of my predecessors? What makes you think your God can rescue you from me? Don't let Hezekiah deceive you. Don't let him fool you like this. I say it again. No God of any nation or kingdom has ever yet been able to rescue his people from me or my ancestors. How much less will your God rescue you from my power? Me, King Sennacherib. How much less? And Sennacherib's officers further mocked the Lord. God and his servants as a car, heaping insult upon what? Insult. And the king sent letters to scorn the Lord God of Israel. He wrote, just as the gods of all other nations fail to rescue their people from my power, so the God of Hezekiah will also fail. The Assyrian official who brought the letters shouted this in Hebrew. To terrify the people. 19. They talked about the God of Jerusalem as though he were one of the pagan gods made by human hands. Then, Hezekiah and Isaiah cried out in prayer to God in heaven. And the Lord sent an angel who destroyed the Assyrian army 
with all his commanders and officers. I was expecting to hear a hand clap. Because it's a movie we are watching. So, so, watch this. Sennacherib was forced to return home in disgrace. The man who was talking blah, blah, blah. When the angel came and scattered his army, he returned in disgrace. And when he entered the temple of his God, some of his own sons killed him there with a sword. Hasukatu Sabayakata. This is how the movie ended. This is how the Lord rescued Hezekiah and the people of Jerusalem from King Sennacherib of Assyria. So there was peace throughout all the land of Jerusalem. From then on, watch this. King Hezekiah became highly respected among all the surrounding nations. And many gifts for the Lord arrived at Jerusalem with valuable presents for King Hezekiah too. Not only was an angel sent to intervene to scatter his enemies, he, Hezekiah, was also deathly ill, very sick. Then he prayed to the Lord. You see, I'm showing you something. I'm coming to point number three and we are closing. You can say thank you to God, number one, with no response. Or you can say thank you with an immediate response. And this is the third one. He prayed to the Lord who healed him and gave him a miraculous sign. So, Hezekiah became victorious. His enemies were scattered. His nation was delivered. There was peace. Not so. Was there not peace? There was peace. Hello? To the land. And he was honored. He was great. They brought him gifts. Count the things I'm listening. They brought him gifts. They brought his God gifts. He had honor. He was sick. He prayed. God healed him and gave him a sign. My dear friend, how you say thank you for a toffee is different from how you say thank you for a brand new car that is given to you. Next verse. But Hezekiah did not respond appropriately to the kindness shown him. Rather, he became, I've given gifts to people that stirred up their pride. Yes. The pride will not allow them to acknowledge that this this is the help God is giving you. So the Lord's anger came against him. And against Judah. Watch it carefully in English. He responded. But the response was not appropriate. The next type of thank you. How can I say thanks? One, no response. Two, 
immediate response. Number three, inappropriate response. See, based on what has been done for you, eh, the way you say thank you is different. Mm. My car is a Toyota Land Cruiser Prado. Somebody bought it for me. He himself, he could have sent someone to drive it to my house. The buyer of the car himself drove the car. When he, he told me that he brought the car to me, I wept. I wept. That's a, what, a first response. One of the responses. I thanked him. I prayed for him. I spoke blessings upon him. And my wife also thanked him. Then I drove him. Because I could have said he can take Uber. Oh, yes. I'm teaching you. I said, your, your fathers and your mothers, if they had heard such a message, they would have been a lot wiser than they are now. So listen carefully. I could have hired Uber for him. But I drove him to his house. Far. Then from there, I drove the car to Kodesh. Within two hours, the brand new car, I sent the car to Bishop, my pastor, that somebody just bought me a car. I could have shown him the car the week after. I could have sent a picture to him. I could have told him at a meeting. Oh, the last month, somebody brought me a car. That day! I said, wow, Dr. Go has brought a car. Hey, he called this person. Come and see. He, we all got there. He prayed. I mean, short of drinking minerals, we had a party. That's my pastor's side. The following day, the following day, after we thanked him, everything, I took the car to his house to drop him. The following day, at dawn, I woke up with my wife. And we went to the man's house. We knocked on the door. Silence. Silence. Then some boy came. I said, we are looking for Uncle Francis. So Uncle Francis, he's asleep. Whenever he wakes up, we wait. We wait for him. Appropriate. We're sitting there now. His wife came. Then like Francis himself came. So Bishop, did I leave something in your house? He said, oh no. We came this early morning to say thank you for the car you have brought. I'm talking about appropriate responses. Some of you, like, like where is that girl? Who's mother to you? Like your mother to you to Ethiopia, you must knock on her door at 4:30 and go and kneel down by her bed and say, I came to say thank you for taking me to Ethiopia for one week. It means a lot to me, and I'm very grateful. It's different from WhatsApp. 
said, so is that why you came here? I said, yes. To say thank you. He couldn't believe it. We had a little chat. And we left. It is different from, oh, Charlie, Charlie, God bless you. Pa. Hey, one day, yaka, pa, we bless me. You force, you force for me. God, God bless you, pa. Thank you. Uh, uh, Mamiya, call Uba. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Uncle Francis must go. Where are they now? Pay, pay, pay. Deiwu Matisse. Nissan Micra. Picanto. You call a Ashalaja. 50 Ghana. Oh, Uncle Francis. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow in church. The Lord keep you. You are touched. Baba. Foolish man. Foolish man. As he is going. As he is going. He will tell himself. This man. This man. Because he will remember the sister he bought a second hand car for. And how the next day, the girl, her husband, the children, all of them came to his house to kneel down to thank him. And he has bought a car, 400,000 CDs worth of money. Brand new. With rubbish. New, brand new. You send him Uber. 50 Ghana. 50 Ghana. There is something called appropriate responses. Some of you sitting here, what God has done for you, you should be busing people every Sunday to church. I said, what God has done for you, there will be nothing wrong if tomorrow at the first night, you get a bus and invite all your friends in your area to come to church. When I think of what God has done for me, that's why I'm a pastor. To say thank you. That's, that's why you may think I'm not educated. Or I wasn't getting a job. That's why I became a pastor. But far from that. When you value what has been done, the resp- I said, how you say thank you for Toffee PK is different from how you say thank you to somebody who built a house and hands over the house to you. It's different. And some of you, by your inappropriate response, some of you are singing in the choir. Who should be busing people to church? Some of you should be pastors by now. Some of you should be doing more. Yes. But this time, you should have 10 zones under you with 400 members. 10 zones. When you think of what God has done your children who could have died, your husband, your marriage, your this and this. But if you were an overseer of 10 zones and you are selling ties and underwear and socks, selling to make money for bussing, it's still not enough. I didn't put you here to give announcements. Respond properly. Sennacherib, what is his name? Uh, Hezekiah. Go back. Did not respond. The, the English is 
appropriate. You are responding all. But it's not appropriate. Like, you give me a phone. Oh, Bishop, this is a nice phone. Oh, wow. Charlie, thank you. Be blessed, pa. Do, do you think she will ever buy me anything again? That's why some of you, the last gift you got from God is the last gift. God has saved you. He has delivered you. He has washed you. He has cleansed you. He has, he has, he has blessed you. He has blessed you. Today you are married though. Today's message is for thinking. It's not shouting, preach it, I receive it. It's for thinking. How you are saying things. And you, you watch it. Everything. Somebody else gets the same thing. The person is on the floor. And somebody gets the same thing. Oh, Trey. Come here. Ah. Small healing too. You are talking about it. Uh, you are talking about it. Uh. Oh, what now? What is this? Some of the person you have healed too, every day you are preaching with it. Every day you are preaching with it. Did I even say I wanted healing? When, when he brought the car, there were cars parked in my house. Including a suburban, Chevrolet, suburban. What President Trump drives? I had some in my house. With saloon cars. Small car you are going to buy. Every day you are saying it. Every day I should say thank you. What no? What have I? Did I even say I wanted a car? Hey, that's how some of you behave. No, I say you should save me. Small salvation. Every day bring your soul. Every day we are basing. Every day basenta. What no should we do? But the one who values his salvation, the one who, 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 who sees what he could have been like. How he could have been on drugs. I can show you videos of boys just like you. Naked. Being beaten by police. On drugs. He doesn't even know he's naked. I can show you. Louis. I can take you around. Girls more beautiful than you. Who can get a husband? But when something is done for you, we can't even talk about it. Oh, but, but, but why? Did I tell you I wanted something? If I told you I wanted rice, did I come and beg you? Ah, why are you making anything? Small, small, small thing. What, 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 what was that? Ah, okay, okay. Take the children. Take the, take the husband. Ah, small pregnancy, I'm going to deliver. Every day, God has been good to me. And I should say thank you. I should say thank you. What is that? Small pregnancy, I'm going to impregnate. That's how some of you are. Ungrateful. You're like somebody, somebody buys an iPad for you. And you get it. Say, Charlie, see you later. You, 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 thumbs up. That's why I don't allow thumbs up on my pages. No, 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 no. You can take it somewhere. Not me. I'll write a message. Then you say, thumbs up on my page. I'll delete you. I believe. You see, I'm sweating. I'll change my clothes. When you see me wild in the church, you may think the offerings come to me. There's nothing I'm doing there. That is for me. But when I think of what God has done for me and my child, give me water. 
my child, who could have been salivating? But rather, she's walking straight. No brain damage. In the topmost course you can ever find in the world, ever, medical school, walking like that. I cannot but raise funds to build a house for God. I cannot but have conventions when I'm tired just to get money to build for God. There's something called appropriate. So one of the things I've seen God do is that he removes the privilege for you to know how life would be without it. What's the first response? Quiet. Christmas, your mother has bought you shoes. You got it, you are wearing it. Quiet. No, thank you. Because you feel that you, you, it's normal. Or even it's too much. Yeah. There are people who have given things. I said, I have asked myself, I, 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 have I offended the person? I, I, am I worrying the person? It occurs to me. I think. I think deeply. And I tell myself, this one is the last. I will never insult you again with a gift. I will never insult you again. God will never disturb you again with a pregnancy. God will never worry you again with a beloved. Because of how you behaved. No response. Quiet! As if nothing has been done for you. And number two is what? In Methodist, they have a hymn. What shall I render to when they take offerings? What shall I render to my God for all his mercies? I'll, I'll, I'll take the. I'll, and now, ask for more. I'll take of thee the gift you have bestowed and humbly ask for more. Yes. What shall I render? What can I give you next thing? So if your mind is just what you are getting, the wife, the pregnancy, the job, the visa, the friend, the this, what, what do you do for God? And it brings me to my, what's the third number, third point? Inappropriate. You, you said thank you. You did. I'm not saying you didn't say it, but it doesn't measure up. How you said thank you doesn't measure up with what I have done for you. Go around, ask the mothers here if they can fly their children to Ethiopia now. Were you in a hotel? Or somebody's house? Hotel? Yes. One week? Yes. But you will never know till you marry. And I hope she will not be dead. 
I hope she will not be dead. That you'll be in your room and weep as if you are, you are you, 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 your child is dead. Ask your mother's friends. You know them. You know your mother's friends, don't you? Uh, ask them if they took their children to Ethiopia. Go around and ask the pastors if they are having church services for young people like I'm having with you here in OEB. Go around. Go around. To sing in the choir, what I've done for you. That's what last week. I didn't know this message. I never knew this, this message existed. I got to know only yesterday because I wasn't at the camp and I've not listened to it. I won't lie to you. Not my, I'm not like my son. I'm learning from him. He told me the camp where it was held. I couldn't, I still can't believe it. He told me where to find it. That what means audio. He looked for it, sent me the link. I could not believe it. I, I, I really respected his title pastor. He's a real pastor. Not lady reverence and lady pastors like some of you. If I mention a camp right now, can you tell me where to find it? Why it was priest? Why are you not a missionary? Why, why was it priest? Why are you not a missionary? Are you not a pastor? I will multiply them. There shall not be few. Do you know why it was priest? When it was priest? Was it a church service? You get up and say, oh, there's an appointment, small, small boy, has passed there, 20 year old. What does he know? What does he know? He knows where to find the camp. Do you know where to find the camp? Don't start. Don't start. And also, never make comments about what your father is doing. That's also another thing to learn. You will ground yourself in disgrace one day soon. Never. When you see your father is doing something, even if he has to move his panties and he's, he's dancing, just watch him and clap for him. You watch it. 2019, 2019, when you come to this church, Flaming Fire, you will not believe the type of church you are in. I'm going to put fire under their buttocks. Where's the buttocks? Let me see the buttocks. I'll put fire here. Fire. Stand up! Fire. Put fire here. These big, big buttocks. I'll put fire. I'll, I'll burn. I'll burn their bottoms. You see, yeah. You see ministry. One, two nonsense. No, go to Agomeda. Go inside the church. There. Don't come here. He said we should go into all the world and preach the gospel. Go, go and preach. a pastor? Have you not been appointed a pastor? Do you even have a basenta? Do you have a basenta? How many members do you have? I'm talking about how to say thank you. That in this church you are a lady pastor. We expect something more than wearing rubies. On your phone, on your neck. You are a pastor. You are a pastor. You can't point to a basenta you, you oversee. A center you are a part of. You can't point to a zone. But you are a pastor. But somebody is a pastor. And how old are you? Your little, little, little brother. 
even if he fornicates tomorrow, he's still better. I say, even if he does what? Even if he fornicates tomorrow. I still, he's my hero. He's my hero. 2019, what I'm talking about, how do you say thanks? Some of you, at least I know personally, I know you all personally, two of you here should be divorcees by now. Two of you. You're still married. One of you should be in a mental hospital. Sit, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. I'm giving you five seconds. Think. Think. Just think. I've paused. When you finish, just give me a wave. I'll continue preaching. And you sit there. Sit there. And evil will come for you. The next time we are visiting you, you will be in either jail or you will be mad in a hospital somewhere. You sit there. You think you are building a church for me? Or for Bishop Dagwood Mills? It's you. You see, I'm sweating. I'm preaching for myself. It's for me. You will discover that the words of Jesus are true. That he who saves his life will lose it. I've seen wives who were preventing their husbands from doing ministry. Now they are divorced. The man has left her. Do not seek. So I told my son when he came to tell me that his friends, parents at the Kodesh are saying to him that he's doing too much. He should pause. He should finish his medical school and so on. And I told him I said, even if you are sacked from the medical school, you will still be a pastor. I'll back you all the way. You are my hero. Keep preaching. And he's passing his exams. He who desires and seeks to keep himself, to save himself, and will not respond appropriately, will lose it. Some of you sitting here, who could be pastors, center leaders, you are in the choir singing. Uh, 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 What's the name? Esther. And your friend, what's your name? Lydia, you could be pastors. You could be center leaders. You could be center leaders with three buses on Sunday. But no, if you to get you to sing, I have to kneel down to beg you. That's a response called appropriate response. Appropriate. Appropriate response. You've said thank you, but it's not enough. And it brings me to my last point. The last response is actions, not words. Actions is the highest form of response. Actions. Based on what has been done for you, I beseech thee, Romans 12, 1, brethren, by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. It's reasonable that based on what has been done for you, you shouldn't put cream in your hair and be parading with curls. You could be the owner of a bus. And I'm not joking. How old are you? 15, 17. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. 
you could be the owner of about, about 13 boys here in this room could be your work. That one will be appropriate, not playing drums. Not playing drums. Why is the church quiet? We are preaching. We are thinking. We are thinking. Think. Think. God, listen, listen. You see how I'm very angry. But my wrath is like smooching. My wrath is like I'm smooching you compared to God's wrath. He said, it's a fearful thing to fall. When God does something for you, you may think, I mean, how he, because you see, to count 10 people, it's not, you, you can't just count 10. I mean, to count 10, you must count. You, you can't estimate 10 unless they are sending us 3, 3, 1. But if they are lumped up together, you can easily say they are 12 or 9. Sana, when Jesus sent them, as he was counting them. He knew what was going to happen. And he knew the number to expect. That's why Hezekiah, whatever he did to thank God, was deemed inappropriate. It was deemed inappropriate. You've said thank you, but it is not appropriate. You've passed the basanta, but it's not appropriate. By this time, after four months or six months of gathering service, you should have new members, three buses, new members. Three buses. New members. New. To say thank you to God for what? But God hasn't done anything for you. At your age, you are not married. You are begging for money. He's done nothing for you. Every day, hospital. Every day, hospital. They have sacked you from work four times. Now you are out of a job. So why should you do anything for God? He's done nothing for you. That's why you will sit here with pearls on your neck. So you will say thank you, but it's not appropriate. And you know what God has done for you. But you cannot tell me where to find, why are you not a missionary, which year, where it was preached, a synopsis. And you are a lady reverend. I poo-poo on it. It's called reasonable service. There is a service. There are things you do for God. It's not words. I told the pastor. Or the Jerry. I said, don't use words. You like using words. I don't like uh, words. There's a time we judge you by the things you are doing. Present your body. Build a church. He said, go to the mountain and bring wood. And build. Not words. Not rhymes. Not poems. 
if each of you had a hundred new members, it's a mega church. And you, your friends are reverends in churches. You are what? A rapper. What are you? A rapper. What? What are you? Musician. Move to the back. Move. Go to the back. Go, 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 go to the back. Go to the back. The three of you, go to the back. Go to the back. Move, just move. You never come and sit here again. Join the crowd because you want to be in the crowd. Go and join the move. Don't accept the preaching. Move. Move. Please. Okay, I'm waiting for you. Twenty nineteen is not a year of inappropriate responses. It's a year of the fourth one. What's the fourth point? Actions. Deeds. Which school has got that motto? Deeds, not words. Kikam Tech or something. Yours, St. What? Roses. St. Anthony's. St. Anthony's. Deeds, not words. Yes. Enough of text messages and thanking you. Your, your life. That's why I'm sweating here. That's why I'm building. I'm, it's, it's not, Bishop Dagwood Mills. It's not words. He doesn't. He, oh. I was going to say something I shouldn't say. Works, not words. What works? And I prophesy over anyone here who will make this a church where you just attend and go and not help to build with souls. Something will pick you out of here. And evil will remove you. And evil will extract you. It is not as the service you are in is not a small service. People are texting me by the day. When are we going live? It's not a small service. That I would have loved to have people like all of you sitting here, all of you, all of you singers. All of you, Wendy and Co. All of you joining, building, bussing, going wild. You are somebody's at Danfa, somebody's at Oyarifa, bringing people every day, satellite meeting, and so by you are now cool, docile, demure, nice girls singing for Jesus. But I've taught you today there is a response, it's a response. But it is not appropriate. You don't wake up at dawn to somebody's house to say thank you for toffee he has given you. It's, it's too it's toffee. Are you a mental patient? But not a car close to half a million cities. Not a car. And what God has done for you is more than a car sitting there. This car is a toy, toy car, compared to what God has done for you. That's why I say sit back. Tomorrow watch night, each of you here could bring a bus. You find your own money, pay the bus driver. Or go to the area, tell him, will they go to my church? Everybody bring five, five, we could pay. No. 
tomorrow night. You come here alone. Works. Not words. And I'll tell you, 12 years, 9 years, 13 years, start now. Start your works now. Because the evil in this world will find you soon. Your greatest anchor is the word of God and what you do with it. Whoever seeks to save his life, keep himself, be cool, be soft, will lose it. You will lose your life. When my son was in infancy school, SHS3, he was the president of Calvary Road on, on, on campus, in, in secondary school, infancy school. Going to Wesley Girls for gigs, um, Concert, this, this. One day, we, my wife and I went to Wesley Girls to visit our daughter. He was there playing the keyboard. I said, "Won't you learn?" I said, "I'm serving God." I said, "Serve God." He passed. And you are in your room. You won't serve God. You think you will pass? You will not pass because see, the wisdom you need to pass, the order of that wisdom is found in ministry. If you can pass in ministry, you will pass at Waiyak and Wasi. If you are reading Macario 60, you will pass your exam. It, it, it opens your mind. I was with my children yesterday. We were going somewhere. I asked my son to, to share his quiet time. He shared a beautiful scripture. And I was so blessed. Even the, how, how, how he explained it. So Wow. I was very touched. The insight. Then, and Kobe said, oh, there's another scripture in Daniel something. He quoted the scripture four verses. He said, hey! I made him read this verse about four times. What a verse. He said, oh, it's like, I mean, it's an, it was an appropriate scripture. Which captures all the things we had said in the car. Beautiful. 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 And you are sitting in your room saying that we will appoint those small, small, small boys. And you, the old one, what have you done? I'm 50 years plus. I'm not in my 40s. I'm not in my 30s. I'm 50 plus. I have energy. To build. You are 27. You can't find the basenta. To pastor. I think we should end the service now. It's getting. A bit unpleasant. It's the last Sunday. So let's rise to our feet.
Lift up your hands to the Lord. I believe each and every one of us needs to speak to God. God, I'm sorry. I need your mercy. Begin to speak to the Lord. Everybody, lift up your two hands. Everybody in the room. Everybody. Everybody. Lift up your two hands. Speak to the Lord. Don't stare at me as if you don't understand what I'm saying. Speak to God and ask him to have mercy on you. To have mercy on me. We all need mercy. That as we step into a new year, may we not be found with no response or an inappropriate response. Everybody speak to the Lord. Whether you speak in tongues, whether you speak in English, whether you speak in God, speak to God. Ask Him for mercy. Say, Lord, I repent. I make a U-turn. The inappropriate responses, they are ending today. The no response is ending today. Never again will I be found in the house of God without an appropriate response to the love that I've been shown, to the mercy that I've been shown. Jesus. Pray, pray, pray. We are praying. We are praying. Don't put the hands down. The two hands up are a sign of surrender. Don't put them down. We are praying. May I not be found with inappropriate responses, Lord. Take away everything from me that hinders an appropriate response. I will not be found without works. I will not be found without deeds. May I not be found without actions. Hey, in response to the love. In response to the care, in response to the kindness. We are praying. This is perhaps the most important prayer you pray this year. Lord, may I be found with works. Nikata mandili ababa baba Rekete mamo satakata ya baba Reka mamo ndole bebe Never again will my response be to make people feel that I'm doing them a favor Masokata ya baba baba Oh yes Remendele bebe Rakata mama ma pray 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 Keep the hands up and pray. Leko mama satakata. 